T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Second and 14. Good protection for Bridgewater. Time for DJ Moore. It's just Gabe say, Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 the score. Did they just, say, seven, Station. Yeah, did they just say 74 yards? You you are out of control, I'm too high, man. Grody. This trade just crushed you. The Bears trade the number one overall pick to Carolina for DJ Moore. Yes, DJ Moore, the number nine pick, number 61, a first round pick in 2024, a second round pick in 2025. Deep breath, Gabe. You good, man? I did. I had to take a second. I know. I had to take a second. I've never seen you sped up like that. Usually you're like you're so laid back. So true. You come in here with deep <laughs> so breaths. So you know, you slow me down a little bit. It's just you know, in a you, good way, but like, now you're all wound up. It's because, you know, we knew a player was available or could could have been available or on the on the table, right? That that's something that could have could have been a possibility. And then you started thinking, you know, what could that look like, you know? From from what respective teams could that be? Did you want a, a you know a receiver from the Texans? Did you want somebody from the you know what? So to see that it's DJ Moore, just feels good. It feels good. It feels like one of my favorite things in life, Grody, is to get over on the man. I am the guy that checks prices on a menu to see where the the the, 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 the mispriced item is. I'm that guy. So to me, I feel like the Bears did that. They got over on the man, and I'm here for it. Again, one of my favorite things. That's why I'm excited. Again, you know. uh, no, as you should be. And that's and why everybody else is too, Groats. The, the DJ Moore factor, it's something real. You can see that. And we're all loving all the draft picks the Bears have and all the money that they have. But none of that's guaranteed. DJ Moore, I can say it, is guaranteed. Again, the dur- durable, 25-year-old, 1,000-plus average type of wide receiver that's a sure thing right there. So that's a big thumbs up. Ryan Poles is a long way to go in this offseason, but yeah. that right there, the DJ Moore part of it, the hall is excellent. Love it. We all love the hall. But there's something right there. There's a player to show Ex- for it. Exactly. That's the part that gets me the most excited. There are things that make me feel uncomfortable, right, where he averaged seven targets a game last year, and I'm thinking to myself, is Justin Fields going to give him that much? You know what I mean? Is he going to be in that space where he's getting targeted a ton because that's what he's going to want? But, again, it's a good problem to have. Uh, uh, but how do you guys feel? Are you are you more leaning on my side? You, your heart rate's pumping. You're speaking faster than you normally could. We're taking a call right now, 
6767, Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody here in studio till 11 o'clock. Let's go out to Marcus calling on the East Coast from Washington, D.C. Marcus, how you feeling about this trade, man? Hello, hello, everybody. How's it going? Great, Marcus. Yeah, man, I just want to say I've been high on Ryan Poles since I found out he took the job at Chicago, and with this trade, he didn't disappoint. I think he did a great job at leveraging the first pick to get a receiver that he really needed for Justin Fields' progression, especially since, you know, I think, what is this, their first year or the second year with Iberflus? It'll be, it'll be the second year. Yeah, so, I mean, last year with Chase Claypool, didn't really work out. But finally, they got the number one guy in to make some plays. Uh, so I'm just really excited to see where this team is going to go. I think it was a great job. Uh, Poles did a great job at managing, you know, the number one overall pick, what he was going to do, not really telling everybody what his plan was. And I think it worked out well for the Bears overall. It's a good call, man. Good call. I mean, that kind of sums it up. Appreciate you, Marcus. And now, uh, you know what? Keep doing me a favor and and making sure that you're the loudest person cheering for this trade on the East Coast. Don't don't let them talk about the the, the commanders out there. Yeah, well, <laughs> take over yeah, the group chat. Something we do have to keep in mind now, while we are very Bears centric and will continue to be, you have to now hate on the Carolina Panthers. You have to hope for the absolute worst for the Carolina Panthers because Bears fans, you have their number one pick in 2024. All Grody and I were talking about was we we both kind of chuckled like school children as we thought to ourselves, if they if they do, I know this is dark and dirty, but if they did pick a rookie quarterback and he did get hurt and then they did end up, yeah. look at us giggling yeah. again. Yeah. And oh. if they did end up two and 15, could the Bears get oh. two number one picks oh in a row? Oh, God. Okay, I don't even want to live and what And what if, like if you just want to add and play this game all night, if... What's, what if Justin Fields is just average this year? Yeah. Like he's no, average to good. That's your Mike, because you want a good storyline for you to talk about. <laughs> Can you imagine that, though? Like, I would hate like it. he's just, oh, he's better than Mitch Trubisky, better yeah. than what the, the Bears have had. Oh, man. But not Drake May or right. Caleb Williams. Yeah. <laughs> People would be curious. We'll, we'll do that storyline <laughs> yeah. another day. Yeah, today we're just uh, enjoying the moment. Let's go to Tim out in Fort Worth. Yes, Texas. So, you know, Tim, I thought about this initially because of the, you know, first round pick or DJ Moore conversation that we've been having for the first hour that we've been on. But what do you think about the draft? Do you think it was enough? I think it was a solid trade. I don't think it was enough. I'd rather have the three number ones thinking how bad Carolina could be. You know, Paul said at the combine, he had three number ones in hands. Well, I also saw the Carolina, if we traded back that far, it was going to be two number ones and Brian Burns for a defensive end. I just think he panicked a little bit with his inexperience. I mean, it's the earliest the number one pick's ever been traded, and I just think he could have got more. Thanks for the call, man. I I was a little surprised that he didn't sit back and wait, just considering what has been going on with with Derek Carr going to the Saints, things tenuous with Lamar Jackson right now, lots of teams needing quarterbacks. I did think that he would wait longer to wait for the best haul, but I can't imagine that may, maybe he could have gotten a haul as good as this but I don't know that even if he had waited longer, he could have gotten something better. That's than a great this. point, Groats. I mean, and I think fans that are listening right now, they they really have to to really pay attention to what Grody just said. Could, yes, there probably was another haul out there, but it probably would have been the equivalent to this one right here. It wouldn't have been one that would have been superior because then you're talking about 
four number one draft picks and second round. It's like that, that's a ton to ask. And maybe that would have happened in a double trade down. Maybe mm-hmm. we, we don't know that for certain. But again, I do think that it, it whatever it would have been would have been comparable to what the Bears got. And one other really quick mm-hmm. thing about that, too. We don't know exactly. Of course, he wants multiple first-rounders, but he's also part of this is, as we've talked about it, polls wanting to take care of the Bears for next year and good yeah. picks in 2025. What do you mean, like a good GM? As well. <laughs> like, you mean like the way yeah. good GMs prepare for the future? You mean how like the Eagles have a top 15 draft pick right now because they've set themselves up for the future that's the way it works genius and he was trying to it's possible that he's trying to work it that way and i mean i think the more logical thing that happened was that he was turned down for another one but said hey i'll give you this 2024 first rounder and i'll throw in the second rounder in 2025 that's sexy that's a sexy pick you like the way i talk that draft i do if that if that draft hall was walking down the street Oh, man. I would respectfully flirt with it. Yes. Respectfully, though, because I'm not that kind of guy. No, all right. All right. Do, let's how keep how y'all ladies doing? <laughs> let's keep going to the uh, phone lines. 312-644-6767. Gabe and Grody here on the score all the way till 11 o'clock, taking your Bears reactions. Let's go to Jason out in St. Charles. So, Jason, if, if you see the Bears got the number one, our number nine pick was one of the picks that they got from the Panthers. You're sitting there at nine. What direction are you going, offense or defense? Defense for sure. Uh, I think they had such a bad line last year that that's the thing they need to address first. You know, defensive line all the way. Uh, was it uh, Wilson, Tyree Wilson, or maybe uh, Miles Murphy, something like that? If that's they're a still good on name the board, we haven't thrown out yet. Miles Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I think one of those two guys you really have to grab. And, uh, you know, the last caller, I, I don't know what he was smoking. That's a haul. They really did get a haul. <laughs> you know, I would have liked to have seen uh, maybe an earlier second-round pick because I know they had um, an earlier second-round pick. The second-round pick we got from them was from the 49ers, but that's fine. That's fine. You got you got a first-round talent in uh, DJ Moore, and that's a, that's a great pickup. Good yeah. call, man. You know, you mentioned a couple of names here. Miles Murphy, kid out of Clemson. Just to fill in a few blanks, 6'5", 275. And I always say this when I'm talking about Miles. Oh, my God, 6'5", 275 is just massive. Tavon Walker size, who was the number one overall pick last year. Think about that. Tavon Walker. How many people could win that trivia question? Who was the number one overall pick last year? They would have said Aiden Hutchinson. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it probably should have been. But that kind of, that sort of size for Miles Murphy uh, six and a half sacks last year, seven in 2021. So, and then, you know, the guy that everybody is talking about, Tyree Wilson yeah. out of Texas Tech, 6'6, 225. It's the wingspan with him, though. It's like the seven foot long uh, wingspan, uh, totally like gregarious, hyper in a good way guy, mm-hmm. like well, loves the microphone, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Nolan Smith from Georgia is another name that people should keep in mind, 6'3, 235. Very versatile. He's good good against the run as well. So, yeah, there, there's some guys that the caller mentioned that just wanted to fill in the Yeah, and on. I think, Groats, you know, when you and I were doing the show together Monday, you know, that's exactly what we were talking about, right? That second tier of defenders, just yep. because we felt like we wanted to know what else was out there in the event that the Bears traded down. And here they are in that position. And I got to admit, Monday, you were very high on these guys, even without before the 
the trade happen. Yeah. You were extremely high on those. We're to almost to the point where you, you know you're like, okay, I understand Will Anderson, I understand you, but you're like, but and then you started rattling off these names. I remember the conversation like it was Monday. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it was. No, and I love Will Anderson. I think he's the best of the bunch. Sure. But I don't think he's generational. Right. Like, that's I what you said. Yeah, yeah. But, and you were also, but again, you, the way you were so hyped up on the other guys, and I think that's the same thing that Ryan Poles is thinking is that the the drop from tier one to tier two, like those guys in tier two are still very good. Not There's not a huge difference. Yeah. Not a huge. There's a difference, but. Difference, not of course. Right. Not, not but a, nothing that, that a DJ Moore and a 61 pick oh, and a first man. round next year and a second round. Oh, nothing that that can change. All right, guys. Gabe and Grody taking a couple more phone calls before we break. Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear, is going to hang out with us. At 8.30 here on 6.70, the score. So make sure you guys stick around for that. But we want to hear what you guys are thinking. Let's go to Randy out in Crown Point. So, Randy, you know, obviously we're talking about, you know, this draft exchange. But one thing that Bears fans are still hyped up on is the fact that they have a ton of money to spend in free agency. Yeah. um, I really think that we're going to address a lot of the draft needs in free agency. And I think that... I whoever's picking a nine is going to shock a lot of people. I think in free agency we're going to pick up dudes that we need. Orlando Brown. I'm talking Jason Kelsey. I'm talking Fletcher Cox and Frank Clark. Those are two dudes that we need: offensive linemen and defensive linemen. But David Montgomery's gone. Let's go get the best player available at nine. That's going to be Bijan Robinson, a pure star waiting to happen. Mm. Imagine him in that offense. Plus, we pick up those old linemen in free agency, D linemen, linebackers in free agency, because we have the money to do that. Proven dudes are sitting there waiting for us because we can afford them. Let's go get a star in the making in Bijan at nine. Wow, that would be ballsy. I don't think so, though. I, I'll put a big no on that. I like that kind of thinking, but he I don't think he's like a guy – who you look at and say that's he's a stud. He's a he's stud. He's not Robinson is a stud. Uh, absolutely. You watched any Texas game last year, stud. But is he number nine stud oh. worthy? That's 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 the tough part. And I don't it. think that David Montgomery is gone necessarily unless David Montgomery gives some ridiculous price tag. I know that Montgomery has a little bit more power right now because you know Saquon Barkley getting the franchise tag with True. with the Giants and a couple of other of these guys have been wrapped up as well. A little more power for Montgomery, but I believe that is one thing, man. I understand that, you know, GMs aren't always going to tell you the truth. It's part of the game. I did believe Ryan Poles when he said that he wants David Montgomery back. High character guys. Yeah, he's a high character Locker guy. Room and, guys. And he, he is and, that. And he's, he's a good running back. And he's not a great running back. He's right. a good running back. And, he, and and I could see him, listen, of course, millions of dollars to us is everything, right? Um, and I'm sure it is to these NFL players as well. But there comes a point in your career where, you know, you do want happiness and you want stability. And I think that David Montgomery is the type of guy to be like, you know what? I want to see this through. You know what? Fine. I'll take, you know, a $2 million, you know, hit on my salary because $6 million is still going to pay all the bills and get me living a comfortable life so I can stay here with Justin Fields, this new re- newly revamped offense, and because I like the – the, the direction in which the franchise is headed. I, I'm saying that selfishly because I like David Montgomery. Um, but, again, you know, yeah, just number nine, B. John Robinson, well, I don't think that's – Let me throw this in there, too, because he brought up the, the offensive linemen. And, you know, there's been a lot of reports linking Mike McGlinchey mm-hmm. to the Bears, which is just people connecting dots. Bears right. need a right tackle. Every free agent that's good is being connected to the Chicago Bears. Right. So here's the question. Would you rather solve your offensive line problem 
in free agency or in the draft because you're going to have the opportunity to do either or, I suppose, both? Would you rather get the sure things in Orlando Brown and or Mike McGlinchey or Skaronsky or the, or Paris Johnson from Ohio State or Broderick Jones from Georgia? I got to um, be honest. I, I got to be honest. I would rather do it in the draft. Really? And the reason being is because I, I look at the offensive line men that are out there, and when you think about the quantity, right, and this is uh, this is terrible logic when it comes to supply and demand, right? There are, there are fewer top-end offensive linemen to be had than there are defenders, right, in, in general as a whole. However, I think that the possibility of injury – and the possibility of decline exists more for an offensive lineman than it does for a defensive lineman. Mm. So, therefore, I wouldn't want to risk the money that would ha- I would have to allocate towards those offensive linemen. Okay. I'd rather risk it on the defense and then take some young, able-bodied horses that are going to be ready to be molded, to work, be worked into the system, and then you know maybe sign – Second tier offensive lineman for half the amount of money to to bring in for competition. It's it's a great thought because think about what Ryan what Ryan Poles think about who he has at left tackle right now. He's got a fifth rounder. Yeah, start who started seventeen games. Be damned at left <laughs> tackle when there were probably games where he could have afforded to take a seat and yep. tried something different. So you got to follow that, and if that if that's philosophically. Ryan Poles, like, oh, I can find offensive linemen. Right. Oh, I played the position. I, I watch that. this. Yep. Watch the watch what I do with Tevin Jenkins while you're at it. Yeah. Too. Watch what I do with this. Ooh. So to your point, like maybe that is maybe that is a philosophy we need to look at with them. I guess we'll find out because if he drafts Skaronsky or Paris Johnson with number nine overall, you can you can throw out the theory of I, I can find offensive linemen anywhere. I don't think he's gonna do that though. Because he thinks I, he can, he can well, find offensive line. No, no, more so because of what you were mentioning earlier, that there is top-level talent that still exists on the defensive side for the Chicago Bears at number nine. And I think that to them, he, to, to, back, then to back to your second point, which is if he can shore that up, then he could do his own job uh, yeah. to You're get right. the offensive line. Because they, they were historically bad yeah. defensively. And we know they're bad offensively, too. But yeah, that that would make more sense, and maybe, maybe I don't know, man. Like I love Orlando Brown. I think that that would be a nice piece to have. And how old is is he? Twenty nine, thirty. Yeah. But I don't know about like how much do you spend on Mike McGlinchey? That's what I'm saying. On a right tackle, it's so gonna that, make me feel weird. But you got to have spend, alligator you, arms. You got to spend somewhere. Spend yeah. it on the defense. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we are going to take a break, and on the other side, I think we could probably sneak in a call or two right before we get Corey Wooten on the line. Former Chicago Bear, Corey Wooten, and my uh, my guy on Fox 32. We do the Bears post game as well. He's going to be hanging out with us after the break. So your reactions right now to the Bears trading away the number one pick, 312-644-6767. It's Gabe and Grody right here on a Friday night on 670. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. See the score. It was not an if the Chicago Bears were going to trade the number one overall pick. It was when. And the when turned out to be Friday after a series of conversations with multiple teams that ultimately led the Bears to move back eight slots in the draft to trade back for two ones, two twos, and a new number one wide receiver in Chicago, DJ Moore. Carolina pounced on the opportunity to move up to the number one slot in the draft to be able to be in a position to pick the quarterback that they want, whether that's Alabama's Bryce Young or Ohio State's C.J. Stroud. But clearly, the Panthers were comfortable enough with both quarterbacks to make the aggressive move that they did before the NFL New Year even begins next week. And the draft already has a major shakeup, leaving the Bears with plenty of draft ammunition and leaving the Carolina Panthers now on the clock. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. How much did it take for the Bears to move back to the number line slot? Well, they get the number nine pick. They get a first round in 2024. They get two second rounders, one this year, one in 2025. And then, of course, DJ Moore being added to the Chicago Bears roster. What a haul, man. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, hanging out till 11 o'clock here on 670 The Score. Uh, Groats, you know, we mentioned or we thought that he was 29 years old, Orlando Orlando Brown. Brown. Yeah. Uh, but 26, a little younger. It's kind of like me, you know, just younger than people think, you know? <laughs> younger than people think. It's hilarious that I thought, because I'm the one that's, so what is he, 29? That's my best imitation of myself, by the way. <laughs> that's great. Ah, what is he, 29? That's great. I'm Mark Rody. What's he, 29? 30? Ah. I don't think I ever heard anybody do an impression of themselves. I'm working Can it be that ah, good? Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Orlando Brown is 26. I should have known that because I did a draft profile on oh. him for one of our manifestations of draft shows between WBBM and the score. I remember doing it. This is hilarious, too. And I was at the Combine watching him do his weightlifting and all the this stuff so that they funny. let us see. Check this out before we get to Corey Wooten here and talk more Bears. This is Bears. Uh, Orlando Brown. This was back before he was drafted, okay? His 40-yard dash time was the slowest among any prospect <laughs> at the Combine. He was described as a historically bad time by NFL analyst Mike Mayock. He also finished last in the bench press, vertical jump, and broad jump among all offensive linemen 
at the combine. <laughs> it just it just sucks. <laughs> the performance possibly this this is a long time ago. Hurt his draft stock after he was widely considered a first round pick among draft experts and scouts. He fared poorly at the combine, putting up fourteen. Okay, that's just more detail on what he actually did. But, but he, he ended up going in the third round. Third round to Baltimore. And here he is. About to be one of the highest paid offensive linemen. It's pretty incredible how it works. I mean, he's a massive individual and and twenty-six. He yeah. is twenty-six. So that that's that's a guy who look, if you wanna give you know, make a big deal about all the measurables and all that kind of stuff, stick it. That's yeah. Orlando Brown. Ah, uh, could be a member of the Chicago Bears free agency starts. What is it? Five days from right now, right? The fifteenth. Fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah. The so. legal tampering on the fourteenth or the third. No, thirteenth. I think is legal tampering. Because you're going to be on right nine to nine to midnight hey, that get, day. Yeah. I, Should I not say oh, that yeah. out loud? Oh yeah, that's right. Should no, I not say no, that? No, no, Should no. Should I not say that out loud? No, no, that's all good. <laughs> all right, that'll that's be Mark good, Grody. Man. Make sure you guys are listening to him. Uh, right now, joining us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. He's everywhere, man. Fox 32 doing the, doing the Bears post game with a beautiful guy, a handsome guy, Gabe Ramirez. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that guy. Yeah. Him and Corey Wooten, they work Average. together. Yeah. Corey's a little bit shorter than me, 6'7", uh, weighs a little less than me, 270. Uh, but he's, he's, a, he's a great guy, great follow, uh, and I'm excited to welcome him to the show right now. Corey, what's going on, brother? Oh man, I appreciate it, man. I see you growing the hair out. And uh, when I was in Indy, I was with you, I was with your guy Grody. We're yeah. hanging out, grabbing oh, really? wings. That yeah, was, we, yeah, we had a nice big table. The the beautiful part about that night too, Gabe, was that there was the night of the Northwestern Penn State basketball game. Of course, Corey Wooten, Northwestern guy, and a couple of other big to Kevin Fishbane and Mark Carmen, who are just oh, nice. ridiculously big Northwestern fans. We closed down the bar. And only to see Penn State beat Northwestern on a last-second three, and I think I saw grown men cry. Ironically, Corey Wooten took it better than anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get too emotionally invested. I, I told him this. I used to watch the, the football games. I'd be getting mad at the TV, yelling, cursing, throwing stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this. But Mark Carmen, he's overtook that. He, Even though he went to Iowa, uh-huh. he's a diehard Northwestern <laughs> fan. So he bleeds purple. He may have had the black and yellow, black and yellow, like Wiz Khalifa, but he bleeds purple, baby. That's great. Corey, now what's funny is that when I texted you earlier today to come on, we we had no idea the Bears were going to be trading their number one pick. We were just, I was just hitting you up. What's up? Want to come on? Yeah, Yeah, Gabe, I got you. And then here we are. Like, I've been asking everybody this, but I'm genuinely curious because this, this is interesting to me. So when you see it come across your phone, okay, how did you get the news better? And then what was your initial reaction? So, yeah, I got the uh, alert from ESPN on my phone, and I was like, well, hold on. Let me double-check this. Let me go on Twitter. Let me check out all the guys. And it was, like, confirmed, and, I, man, I got excited. Because, Gabe, we talked about this. I was unsure if Ryan Poles was going to address that number one receiver this offseason. Right? I got a little nervous, right, because I'm like, that's kind of the remaining element that we need at the wide receiver position, that number one receiver. Obviously, we got the offensive line. But I kind of thought he would overlook that, you know, because I know he's an offensive line guy. So I was just hoping he didn't do that. And DJ Moore, he's only 25 years old, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Correct. he's put up numbers every year. This year was a little uncharacteristic. But, you know, the quarterback situation, I mean, in Carolina was was really unfair for him. So I'm I'm excited. A young guy that is a dynamic playmaker. I've been watching him since college. Went to Maryland. Was an absolute beast there. Uh, I 
Ryan Poles come, coming out the gate in free agency mm. with the ammo, like like <laughs> Shefty said? Come on, baby. Come that, on. It's, it's like, you know, Gross, and I know we've been talking about the Bears and the trade, but do you? I don't think we've – and even though everyone's, you know, happy at the job he's done so far, I don't think we're, we're giving Poles enough praise. Like, people are praising him, but I still think that there's, there could be more because of all the right things he's doing. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think I think like we're all skewed from last year because he kind of left the offense out to dry a little bit, right? With Justin Fields didn't get him that number one receiver. The offensive line was kind of makeshift at times. So I think people were really harsh on him about that, including myself. I've, I've been very critical of him. I, I thought this was a big off season for him, uh, but he he had a plan in place. His goal was to get as much money as capital um, and and as many draft picks, and he's been able to do that. You know, especially with this. Uh, transaction here, getting getting a number one next year, number two, and then another number two uh, this year. And DJ Moore, I mean, it's unbelievable to, to start off free agency in this offseason with that. Um, Justin Fields, I know he's happy. Oh, I yeah. know that. Right. Yeah, now, that's what I was going to ask the next question, though, Corey Wooten, and that is, is it possible the Bears will make him even happier, or do you think that they have peaked out on their investments in wide receivers when you consider D.J. Moore and having traded a second-round pick for Chase Claypool? Yeah, I, I can't see them going after uh, a number one at this point, you know, because D.J. Moore fills, fills that role, unless there was something in the draft where, where a player slipped, um, where they could potentially get him in the second round, um, some something of that nature. But I just think right now it comes down to the offensive line. And, Gabe, we've been talking about that all last year, right? Really got to get another tackle, whether Braxton Jones is your guy at left tackle or you need to move him to the right side and get a left tackle. Um, and then we have to get a left guard for sure. I think those two positions, you really have to shore up the offensive line and allow Justin Fields that extra time. Because you look at all the, all the guys out there, the top five, top ten quarterbacks, they usually all have a great offensive line and that number one receiver. So we checked off that number one receiver. Now it comes down to the offensive line. And then we got some other needs on the defensive side of the ball. But I think this offseason for me, I'm more worried about the offense of Justin Fields because you have to know what you have with him by the end of the year, right? Because Absolutely. there's another talented quarterback, Caleb Williams, right, that they're <laughs> saying this once-in-a-generation type talent. So you have to know what you have from Justin Fields this year for sure. So you've got to put all the pieces to the puzzle to get him right this year. So what, so what does that look like to you, Corey? I mean, you know, obviously the Bears are going to address their offensive line. Again, we're talking to Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear, here on 670. The score, Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. You know, what what does that look like? What should it look like? You got DJ Moore now. It's not like you're, you got some rookie that, you know, you're going to try to develop and hope it's going to be good. It's not like you got your boy Jackson Smith and Jigba yet where you're like, oh, you hope they – like, you have guys here. You got proven guys. You can say what you want exactly. about Chase Claypool, but he's proven. DJ Moore, proven. Darnell Mooney, proven, right? So, yep. you know, what what should that look like for Justin Fields? I think it should look a lot, a lot better as far as the receiver position. The the offensive line, I need to see that game. I need, I need to see polls, right? Because he's supposed to be an offensive line guru. He really needs to put the pieces together for Justin Fields to to really get that anchor at a tackle position and a guard. We 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 need that because if you can get that, then there's no excuses, right? There is no excuses for Justin Fields why he's not completing this amount of passes, why this is happening. So you have to put all the pieces together. That way you know what you got from Justin Fields. So I'm looking forward to it. The guy you talked about, Orlando Brown, 
Uh, people have been talking a lot about, is he a fit for this scheme? I know Poles has had experience with him uh, when he's in Kansas City. Um, but he's played the right side as well. I, I think most people have him as a left tackle, but he played the right side when he played for Baltimore. So he can play both as well. But I think more people are going to garner attention for him at left tackle. And I don't know if he's as athletic as people want in the system. But my thing is like this. All I'm worried about is can he protect Justin Fields, right? Hmm. It's a passing league. And I, that's what I need to know. And he's been able to lock down some really good guys. He played well in, in the championship game against arguably the best defensive line in the game. They got waves of guys that can rush against you, and he did a good job in that. So uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what, what Ryan Pohl is going to do in free agency and how he's going to address uh, the offensive line and defensive line. Yeah, you know, a question that just came to mind here, Corey, with the, the changing of – quarterbacks where you almost have to be mobile you know you don't have to be Justin Fields necessarily but you got it's it's turning into a mobile quarterback league that said our offensive linemen what what GMs and scouts are looking at from offensive linemen is that changing to anything that you could generalize or is it just per offensive coordinator or offensive line coach well, I, I think I think uh, pass protection is a premium. You know, you see guys all the time that get drafted in the first round that they say their run blocking uh, skills are below average, but their pass protection skills are high. So I think I think that's the premium. And back in the day, you had more balanced offensive line guys that can do both, uh, especially because there was more of a run heavy. Uh, but now now teams are are starting to get in this is pass happy systems. You know, you look at Kansas City. You know, they throw the ball fifty to sixty times a game. Uh, the Chargers, you, you look around the league. So I think pass protection is a premium. And how about these defensive linemen? There are defensive linemen now running four fours, four threes. Mm. Why? Because you got to be able to keep up with the mobile quarterback. So mm. it's unbelievable to see these guys, uh, you know, running running what they are nowadays. I mean, it, it, they're running receiver times at defensive end, defensive tackle at 270, 280. It's unbelievable to see. Former Chicago Bear Corey Wooten hanging out with us here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. All right, Corey, what did you? What was your forty time at the combine? So I ran a four eight two. So I'm not. Corey, did you say a four? Did you say a four eighteen? Four eight two. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, you trying to blame me? Okay. <laughs> he got jokes. Hey, Corey, you know, if they would have put, if they, if they would have put, if they would have put some some chicken wings at the end of that thing, Corey and I, all we do is eat chicken wings. That's the first thing we order. Every Sunday, you guys do look very place. happy, like in the spots that you guys do. You guys always look well Corey fed and, I, and just yeah. thrilled. Yeah, I, I, I like you. Corey too. and I have zero problem ordering everything on the menu. It's no, all Fox's it. dime. We don't yep. care. Give us the good food. So those updates are actually interruptions for you guys. Yeah. Dude, we yeah. got to do the thing. We're hanging out and we're like, damn, we got to do this. We got to do this. I know. <laughs> and we're, 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 I'm fasting the whole day before then because <laughs> you got to dig in. I'm That's not like, even breakfast. I haven't eaten in 27 hours. I'm about to destroy this food. Yeah, <laughs> so that's great. They're like, you guys ordered seven appetizers, the pizza, the burger. Yeah, you know you know how we going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> Corey, what would you have thought, you know, if you were a defensive lineman having to run after a guy like Justin Fields? I mean, you know, obviously you're wow. prepping a certain way, but, you know, put yourself in that position if you're one of these guys in 2023 that has to go up against a guy like him. What are your thoughts? And, 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 and you know, yeah, how, how talented would you not not from an analyst perspective, right? Yeah. But from an NFL defensive yeah. lineman perspective, what would you think of Justin Fields? 
Oh man, it, it it reminds me a lot of Mike Vick, who we played against, right? Um, I you know when you talk about other quarterbacks, you know I played against Russell Wilson, Cam Newton. They were fast, but not like a Michael Vick, Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin Fields is in that category, but think about it he he weighs about thirty five to forty pounds more than Mike Vick, running just as fast as he was. So I think that's unbelievable. I think Justin people sleep on Justin Fields how big he is, right? Like. People think that, oh, what is he, six two, you know, two two ten? No, he's almost he's almost two forty, man. He's six three. He's a big dude. Put together like, too. Yeah. Yeah, he, he likes to work out. Yeah. So I, I think I think the combination of, of speed and size is, is unbelievable. And you know, uh, former as a former defensive lineman going against him, he'd keep you up at night, all night thinking about, okay, we gotta contain him. We gotta get our rush lane set. Like we cannot have any we gotta got a spy guy. So that's the challenges of Justin Fields, like it's unbelievable. And and the thing I'm hoping is, is the fact that now he has a number one receiver. We get this offensive line, and then all of a sudden, Justin Fields can be what he always has been—a pocket passer that can run when he needs to, right? Because that's the great part about it. You look back from his high school days to his college days; he's been more of a pocket passer. Last year and the year before, he had to because of the offensive line situation. So. You know, the great part about it is, right, if Justin Fields needs to scramble for 10 yards, mm-hmm. he's going to get that every time. Yeah. And then he can use his playmaking ability to run for the 60, 80 yard. But I think now, once we beef everything up with the offensive line and now we got the receiver, I think we're going to see him develop as a complete passer in this league. Amen, man. Yeah, I mean, towards the end of the season, you could tell that Justin Fields was getting a little bit tired and, you know, some of the, the, the hydration issues that he was dealing with. And that was because he was tired by the end of a game. I Hey, Wooten, I want to play the, our little game with you here really quickly. I'm going to say okay. something, and then you just react to it. Super Bowl. Uh, oh, my bad. Not that game? Not that game? <laughs> oh, okay. Different game? My bad. My game is just a question, and it goes a little yep. something like this. With the number nine pick in the 2023 draft, the Chicago Bears select tackle Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State, 6'6", 310. Like or don't like? Is Skaronski gone? Oh no, Skaronski is not gone. So that's a boo instead of a that's a boo instead of a yay. You think? Uh, wait, no, wait, no, hold no, on I, a second. So I, you think you think Skaronski is better than? It's a the Northwestern guy. You're talking no, to a North, I know. You're talking I to know. a Northwestern so, so, guy. No, no, I, 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 I'll tell you this. Okay. I'll tell you this. Right? Like if if, I, if I'm going with a top ten pick, right? I would rather have the guy that's a technician that's probably been the most for sure prospect offensive line that we've seen in a while. His footwork, his blocking ability. Pass protection, everything, right? That's why I have Skaronsky over Paris Johnson. But I would be okay with it, right? Because yeah. I think he's talented as well. But I know Skaronsky is ready day okay. one. Okay. I, no, I, I know he is. I mean, they, they do describe him in all of the draft guys. Technician. He's been starting. I don't care if it's left tackle or whatever position. He's been starting since he was a freshman. But okay. he was a starting left tackle at Northwestern for four years. Yeah. Lots of evaluators, though, think he's still going to be a guard at the NFL level. Yeah, the, the, the thing the thing is, right, I played against some guys in the league that had shorter arms, right? Jason Peters, um, you know, a couple other guys that, that had shorter arms, but they were still able to get the job done, right? Okay. My thing is like this. You can either play football or you, or you can't, right? People mm. said that about Steve Smith, right? He's undersized and all this. My man made plays. That's what they're saying about Zay Flowers, right? He's too short. He's too this. You put on his tape, the wide receiver from Boston College, he makes plays. So all this stuff and measurables and all this stuff, look at Aaron Donald when he came out, right? People say, he's too small. He's this. He should have been a top five pick, mm-hmm. but because he was six foot, 280, people were like, oh, his arms aren't long enough. 
And you know who reminds me of him? Kalijah Kansas from go. Pittsburgh, ding, too, ding, as ding, well. Ding. Yes. Who, who, in my opinion, if the Bears can get in, in the end of the first round, maybe if they use one of those uh, second-round picks and trade up, or, or if they can get him in the second round, my man is the best D-tackle that's not Jalen Carter, right? As a pass rusher, unbelievable. So wait, Quickness, so wait. He reminds me of, it, I, of, of Aaron Donald. I, so then maybe take him at number nine? Overall, is no. That, I, I mean, I, I think I think that might be reaching a little a little bit. Okay. Um, I think he's going to be towards the end of the first round. You use a lot uh, of big words there, like Aaron Donald. And, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, Jason. No, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, honestly, he he's legit. Guys, watch the tape on him. Right. Gets off the ball quick. Talk about that Tampa uh, two three technique. Tommy Harris s Warren Sapp type of quickness. I like Aaron it. Donald in there. Of course I love he's it. I'm I take him at number five the way you're talking. I know, right? He's <laughs> a, a defensive lineman, so he's selling them the same way. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Corey, that's true. hey, brother, I appreciate you jumping on with us tonight, man. I'm glad we were able to share in the excitement together. I uh, look forward to talking to you soon, all right? No problem at all. Thanks for having me on, fellas. Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear, hanging out with us. I, I, I know Corey, and I always ask him in terms of his playing. So when talking about um, – Peter Skronsky, or who was the other one that you mentioned at number nine? Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson, yeah. So I, what I really would ask him, like if we were together, I'd be like, all right, who would you get more sacks on? And then he'd be, oh, yeah. and the only thing is, I say it tongue in G because he's my boy, but then Corey always gets serious at oh, a certain man. point when talking football oh, in that sense. absolutely. That's why you heard him when I said, so if you were on the line, what's that like with you? And he gets real serious because it takes him back to that moment. Yeah. So I know he'd give me a real answer. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him that later. Who yeah, like when we went out to dinner, and it's it's probably like seven or eight of us at the table. Yeah. And I'm sitting in between a couple of CHGO guys sure. who are great dudes. And uh, But I was like, I want to pick Corey Wooten's <laughs> yeah, brain a little bit. Literally what I do every Sunday when we're watching the Bears game, you know, it's, it's one thing to be with your boys and have stupid opinions about the team and football in general. It's another thing when you could just, you're watching a Bears game with Corey, you know, and you get to be like, so Corey, I mean, like in that, yeah. Hey, what is the coach going to say in this thing? Or what What do you guys usually do around? Like, and he seems like to love answer. it, too. Like, he really oh, yeah. is into giving the answer. Like, I, mean, I think it was – yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he was talking about Skaronsky to me, and I think he was telling me that he thinks he can play. Yeah. I think that was one of the topics. But, but yeah, you know, it was great to pick his brain and that he's totally game for it. So I'm glad I got to spend a little time outside of the classroom Same. with Corey Wooten. I'm jealous of you, you know too. I'm saying? jealous that you guys did that. But yeah, I love my world collide like that. Yeah. All right, it's uh, coming up in the t- uh, 920. We got Clay Harbor, another former NFL alum, joining us uh, as we're kicking it, man, on a Friday night all the way till 11 o'clock. <laughs> and we are taking your phone call. I see a bunch of people on hold. But get them in, man. What are your thoughts on these Chicago Bears? We'll take your calls after the break. It's Gabe and Grody here on 670 The Score. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Well, I hope you're listening because the notification came across your screen. Chicago Bears trading the number one pick in the draft ahead of April 27th's big day to the Carolina Panthers for the number nine pick. The number 61, the first-round pick next year, and then a second-round pick in 2025, which probably, probably, we can't say what it's going to be because that's too many years from now, but probably, like a, I would say, like a 35 to 45 for sure. Wouldn't you? 35 to 45? Yeah. Probably trending 45. That sounds great. 
if the Bears had a 40, Bears got 61 right now, and I'm excited about that one. So a 45er will be butter. You know, that's a Jaquan Brisker right there. I'm all, Bris- about, I'm all about that. Like a Brisker. Like a Kyler. I'm just glad the identity is now this, that Ryan Poles has the ninth pick, 61. First round pick in 2024. Second round pick in 2025. And all of it is worth talking about. Yeah. And, and DJ Moore. Throw him in there, too. Uh, and that's what we're doing. Uh, talking for just a brief second right before uh, we take some more of your calls. 312-644-6767. Uh, let's go out to Elliot in Lakeview. My north side guy. What are your thoughts on this Bears trade, Elliot? How's it going, guys? Morgan. Uh, let's, uh, I got two things real quick. First of all, I don't think people are talking enough about how much uh, how much of a steal the DJ Moore part of the trade was for his contract. He's only getting paid seventeen million a year for a guy with his kind of numbers. I mean, that's that's kind of highway robbery on the Bears' part. Now they can go into uh, free agency and and um, not be uh, still have more leverage to use their cap space. But then the other thing too is that I don't know if they're done just yet. You know, it's possible that they could still trade down from number nine to number 11 or 12 or something like that, and maybe get some later round picks on the back end of, of the, this draft, or I don't know, higher picks and later drafts. I don't know what you guys would rather they do. I'm kind of curious to get your thoughts as far as other deals that could be made on drafting. I like the idea. I really do. I mean, I think that, and you know, we always talk about the, the super special players, the blockbuster guys, the, I don't think there's going to be a huge difference between nine and fifteen, maybe even sixteen. But what's somebody trading up to get at nine, though? Trade down. Well, I mean, you know, what, it's something like... better than you'd probably get at seventeen <laughs> or eighteen. I mean, okay. in like theory, a, like a Gonzalez from Oregon. Somebody wants a really good cornerback or the first one off the board. They'd go there. Yeah, because I'm trying to just think. You know, what, I'd be okay know. with it because. I I don't think there's again I don't think there's too big of a difference with a player at nine in this draft that they could end up with. I mean we keep talking about some of the the depth on the the defensive line beyond Jalen Carter and Will Anderson and talking about these guys a, a lot. And one guy we haven't even talked about much is from Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. I again I don't know if he's a guy that would be worthy. Of of nine, but you push it back a little bit further, and then I think we're talking. So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I would be down with the idea, and I think it's plausible. Uh-huh. I think it's plausible. All right, uh, you look at a lot of these mock drafts. A lot of there's a decent amount of mock drafts that have the Bears trading down twice, but two nine. You know, it was from four to nine, right? Right. Not, but I, but just the concept of going down, getting a, more a, draft picks. Yeah, yeah, I and and. I, and you know, it's it's subjective at this point on what the disparity in talent might be between nine and let's just say twenty. Yeah. I, oh my god, it just feels so good to be in this position. I gotta be honest. Like no. you're talking to me. This is like football porn right now. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I can't get I can't get my eyes off of it. Here's something. The only difference. The, the only difference is I want the volume up instead of volume down. All oh right. yeah. Gabe McGrody, uh, we are taking your calls on the other side. What do you think about this Bears trade? Uh, what do you think they should do with the number nine pick? Where do you think they should go in free agency? Everything is on the board right now, and we'll get to your calls after the break. 312-644-6767. It's Gabe and Grody all the way till 11 o'clock talking about your Chicago Bears on 670 The Score. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.